of psychedelics, uh, I'm basically talking about you know? alkaloids uh, with... Uncle Sam had a meeting with a demon It said pledge allegiance Sun was beaming Diamonds gleaming Under the orange tent Forge the fail All of a sudden shit went to hell Oh well I'm all good Everything is moving just like it should Hey, Dre Minus provides a soundscape Similar to a young Dilla Mixing some no idea All figures Money's root of all evil Then it's fuck Skrilla So get money and get evil Throw evil at stripper titties In a well-lit city after a shooting Life is confusing Rules of apology Misdirected philosophies Speeding ticket, parking fees Grocery store, cars cutting off Going for more Off with their head, then drag them off of my shore Mafia with no poly Is your dome Get in tune, my only ology is bio Stuck in the future Like I was jumping from the cryo I owe nothing to you So it's fuck me, huh? It's fuck you too Okay, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Ron Solemn. Ron Solemn, if you don't know, is a really dope underground artist from New Jersey. He is a very good singer, very good rapper. You know, he I've, I had the pleasure of becoming a fan, you know, through uh, speaking to him and setting up this interview. He's a very cool dude, down to earth, authentic, genuine, and to boot, you know, he makes really good music. He recently put out his project, On God. Um, it's very good. My favorite, my favorite track on that is a uh, Hangman, and the other, my other favorite song is Ego Death. And aside from that, he has some pretty good remixes, like his remix of um, EXO Tour Life, Look Alive, um, I'm Not Racist by Joyner Lucas. He even took the race. And what I like, what I liked about him is he took a lot of these um, trappy style beats from uh, and popular beats. And he really spit over them, and he really emphasized the writing, which is uh, one thing I really like about him. Throughout throughout this interview, um, I got to talk to him about his influence, his background, and I will also provide some cliff notes at the end at the end of the recording of uh, the interview. And I talk about we talk about his musical evolution, and one thing I did learn about Ron is that he um, donates. A certain percentage of the money he makes from his t-shirts to uh, mental health organizations um, to help people who are going through uh, anything regarding that that type of problem you know mental health is something that usually goes under the radar in hip-hop but now it's coming to light more in the public you know um, I had a podcast about that already I believe it was my first podcast but the thing is you know speaking to Ron I really got the chance you know to um, pick apart his brain and that's something I wanted to do because he's a very genuine guy I enjoy his music and you know when he sent me the song it was it was an immediate head nod you know I, I went through his EP I started going through his other songs you know I, lis- I listened to Apprehension you know and I, I gotta say you know I think Ron is definitely an artist that you gotta check for and he's an artist that you need to talk about because he's really crafting his own sound he's not trying to be like anyone else and I truly respect that so without further ado I'm gonna get into the interview and then I'll be back for the outro thank you alright this is the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast and I am here with Ron Solemn and Ron can you please introduce yourself hey what's up how's it going my name is Ron Solemn I'm an independent artist from New Jersey, singer, rapper, and it's great to be here on Chase Talks. Whoa. Okay, so we're going to jump right into this. What is your background, and when did you start doing music? 
Um, yep, so I started uh, doing this whole music thing back in around uh, 2013. Started by singing covers of classic songs and um, recording them, putting them on YouTube on my laptop. Uh, I had just got out of high school when I started doing that. And yeah, it just kind of grew from there. I met some people in college that were really into making music and I kind of hit them and we would just, you know, mess with the equipment, make songs and it just grew over all these years. All right, and I, I do notice that you you have told me that uh, your rapping came after your singing. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, about your uh, development of both. I would like you to talk about your development of your singing voice and then your development of your rapping technique. So feel free to tell me your background behind how you developed both of these things and what you were listening to to really put together the pieces. Yep, so... Um, I've always been like a, you know, quiet shower singer type of guy. Um, <laughs> so that's really where I did all of that. Um, thing. so I never imagined like doing that. Um, and once I started realized that's a, a big component of it to do that. Um, first time I sang live was in eighth grade in front of the whole school that was pretty neat. Um, and music again, once I was like 18, I started to do it. Um, I still get nervous to this day, but you know, it's really just about keep like keep practicing and keep doing to get experience and build stage presence. So that's really what I'm all about now, what I try to do. Um, yeah, like you said, I didn't start rapping until 2016. Uh, it was just one song. I was like, I want to try something different. So just decided to start rapping. Terrible then. But I just kept doing it for months because I loved the emotion of rap. And that brought me to now. I had influences, you know, like Kanye West, uh, Lil Wayne, those mid-2000s rappers that I heard. And I was like, oh, my God, these are great storytellers. And that kind of made me want to do it myself. So. That's it. Do you, uh, out of, what is your, what is your favorite Little Wayne album? Because it's funny you said that because I was listening to the Carter 2 yesterday and that, that's my personal favorite. I love the Carter 2. Every song, the production really uh, brings me in. But what was your introduction to Little Wayne and what was your, what is your favorite project that you've ever listened to by him? Um, that would have to be, you know, like the classic, uh, the classic, Carter, uh, um, that was the first time I really heard like a full hip hop album from Lil Wayne. Um, I got in classmates and I was like, oh, what is this? You know, uh, and then I went and listened to the whole thing and I was like, this is amazing to be that al album, you know, around 2008 or um, 2009, that time. Um, that's definitely my favorite because it has such an influence on, on me and I felt like. In my personal opinion, that's it of all his albums. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> no, man, like like I said, your opinion is warranted because I'm the type of person, like, people, I talk to people, they say, oh, Little Wayne sucks. I'm just like, whoa, 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 you're just listening to the wrong era of Little Wayne. 
You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. You're just listening to the wrong era is what I like to say. Yeah. But now that we're talking about favorite albums, I, I, I talked about your favorite Little Wayne album. What is your favorite album ever? Any kind of genre, any artist, you know, just what is your favorite album? Um, yeah, like that, that would definitely have to be, um, off the walls. And like, I remember discussing with you, um, once before, um, just that album had, had like all kind of like the first time he stepped out on his own as like Michael Jackson, like solo. So I kind of appreciate that for that reason. Um, you know, everybody talks about Thriller, I feel like all off the wall like the purest form of him and that's what i'm all about with music you know it's like the true self and like really what you're made of and i think that's what he did there like he had something to prove i like when artists have something to prove because they put that into their music and it shows and it makes some great content exactly and was this you're a because for me like I had the cliche introduction of Michael Jackson through stuff like of course Thriller that was my introduction to Michael Jackson was this your introduction to Michael Jackson or did you have to go back and listen to this album like or just like find it yourself or did someone introduce it to you um honestly I've been listening to him since I was little um I think the first album I got ever like was when I was four and that was like a Jackson 5 album and like I really that CD like I was carrying it everywhere (laughs) and just throughout my like early teens and childhood I was way into Motown music that's like where it all started Motown Um, so I probably heard Off the Wall when I was really young and just didn't realize you know what it was because I, I would listen to it regularly so it was just another cd exactly go back and yeah this album here, here. <laughs> that's the thing a lot of, that's the thing about a lot of classic music you know you can go back and listen to it and you always find something new it's like if i watch a movie that's really good i can always find some easter egg in it that i didn't see the last time i watched it i feel like good music it should it should yeah. always keep you searching throughout. Like, you know, I can yeah, listen, I've listened yeah. to Illmatic a million times, but, you know, I always find something I miss. Like, oh, that's what he meant by that. Okay. So, yeah. Jump, jump right in. Where do you see, since we're talking about music, you know, finding the intricacies, all the Easter eggs in music, what, where do you see your musical evolution going towards? Because, you know, I, I've been listening to your SoundCloud and uh, seeing your evolution from, you know, you uh, doing your remixes, your EXO Tour Life remix, your Joyner Lucas, I'm Not Racist remix, and um, the and you currently just put out the Look Alive remix, so you're still doing remixes. But where, where do you see the evolution of your original content going? Because I, I hear a lot of funkiness, I hear a lot of emotion, and I hear... A lot of really cool electronic mixture. Yeah. Um, so in terms of that, um, like I said, I'm not skilled with uh, production right now. I wish I was. <laughs> um, but that's something that can always be learned, you know. Um, but just in terms of that, I'm always searching the web, trying to find the perfect, I guess, beats and like the rare ones that not 
because I want to have like a authentic music sound mixed with like modern day trap rap. Um, but it's hard to find those beats that really, you know, have that tell a story and that catch people's attention for being different. Um, so if I have the the privilege of like a, a producer that would work just for me to make like specific amazing beats or to show me how to do that, um, I could see myself evolving in sound to be like, you know, modern day Motown quality with trap and combining hip hop and soul and indie and all types of music styles that I love and, you know, just making quality, good music. That's all I'm about. Exactly. And um, when what was your introduction to Motown music? Because Motown, of course, you know, it's a very infamous record label. They've ushered in a lot of uh, the hit makers of the time what was your what was your introduction to Motown and the Motown sound and and what elements do you feel like you would always continue to carry um, yeah yep so my introduction to that was definitely from my parents because they played they played that stuff a lot um so just hearing that you know it was like um always in my immediate environment um and it was the first music that I ever heard, so I grew to to love it. Um, so it's always been a part of them. And then just growing up watching, you know, like Temptations movies and uh, movies about the Jackson 5, I was really big into those types of things. For some reason, I was just, you know, like starstruck with that. And it just kind of stayed with me. Um, and that was like the first music that I fell in love with. And so it's always a part of me inside of me, you know. Exactly. You know, like that, it it must really hold true to your heart. If you grew up listening to that, that means, you know, it's shit, you know. When you grow up listening to something long enough, it becomes a part of your DNA at some point. You know those words, you know the beat, you know the groove. And this this kind of flows into my next question, you know, because I feel like, I, I feel like with music, there's always a torch being passed. And I think, at some point you're definitely going to want to pass that torch but do you have any advice for any upcoming artists trying to make it or trying to establish a name in the market um yeah so like i i know that you're into art artistry so uh conversations relate on a lot of things but if you're going to do this the best advice i would give is to you know um, stick to it. Be consistent. Easy to lose motivate because it seems everybody around you, your friends you grew up with, uh, may not be the most supportive or as you expected. They may be like, "Oh, why are you doing that? That's silly." But you have to stick true to your convictions, like within yourself, to be do this is who I am type of thing. Um, and it's definitely like a lonely type of path in that way because a lot of people do or your vision. And that is just like, oh, I'm just being being stupid. It continue, but you got to, because actually um, you are going to get somewhere if you. 
Yeah, so the interview with Ron, you know, there were a lot of key points we got to touch on, and I'm happy that we, we got to hear about his influences, his favorite album being Michael Jackson's Off the Wall, and how it, you know, it really helped mold his musicianship. And one thing I can say about Ron is that he's truly self-made in his artistry and that I, I feel like he has a tunnel vision focus on what he's doing, and I think that's great. I feel like he's very he's very much exploring his artistry and his musicianship. And like I said, I'm going to be checking for him. Please follow him on social media. Check out his music. I know he's working on some new stuff. He has features on the way. You know, um, I remember one of the things he told me about um, being an upcoming artist is that, you know, no matter what, you have to be consistent and keep pushing and everything will happen slowly but surely. I feel like that was a great sentiment to end on. So in retrospect, I have to say thank you, Ron Solemn. Thank you to the listeners. I had a great time. I am now a fan of this guy's music. Please check him out. Uh, he's out of New Jersey. And yeah, it's a new project on God. The EP is out now. Go listen to it. Go on SoundCloud, Ron Solemn, R-O-N-S-O-L-E-M-N, Ron Solemn. Please check him out. Thank you. And once again, I'll catch you later in the free world. Peace.